It's May 31, 2022. My name is Jimmy Van, and it is time to know your news tonight. My guest is a former professional wrestler. He is a former semi-regular guest on the Sunday Night Sex Show with Sue Johansson. And, he, and he's the cameraman of the stars. His name is Jermaine Wilson. Jermaine, how are you, man? How you doing? It's good to see you, man. It's been so long. I'm so glad to see you. I'm glad you asked me to do this. I it's so good to see you. So so I want to be fully transparent for people because people are going to watch us going okay clearly they know each other. So I have known Jermaine for over 20 years. We met in uh in on the independent wrestling circuit in Ontario, Canada. We discovered we lived on the same street in Toronto. And after that Crazy. you 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 were one of my best friends in the business. And you know you know what happens in life sometimes like I got married and had kids, you got married and had kids. Yep. And so we lost we lost touch for a while. But we reconnected recently, and it's just so good to see you. I've always thought the world of you, and uh, and you were one of the guys when I was doing this. I was like, Jermaine can do this. This is up his alley. Uh, this is so good to hear, man. You know, I honestly like our, our friendship. It's been one of those things where I will be full disclosure. I had a bit of depression, you know, that got in the way of the relationships. We talked about this a little bit earlier too, and uh, so I didn't mean to disappear on everybody, but. Dude, you're one of the solid dudes. You booked me in some of my biggest matches, man. You booked me against Jim the Anvil Nightheart. That's right. And you like, went over. And I went over. Yes. Yeah, yeah. that was uh, the biggest memories of my life. Dude, I, I've got this picture I want to show you. Uh, this is me and Jim the Anvil Nightheart. <laughs> was that, in, was that the I casino? Was, I was 17 years old. That's Maple Leaf Gardens. Are you kidding? I did not know this. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I looked like the first time I met him. And then you booked me in the ring against him. I hope uh, – am I allowed to push – plug anything here? Uh, sure, yeah. Talk about whatever you want. Talk about whatever you want. 365 Pro Wrestling. I have no affiliation with them, but they have a whole collection of my old matches. And I am so happy they have that. Stuff I hadn't even seen before. Um, and so I uh, went back, and you can see the old Jim Vianville Nightheart match there too. And I, I was the heel, so the the, uh, the evil side came out. It was fun. He was so pissed about that chair shot. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be that'll be another story for another day. But he was. And, yeah. and the other thing that I should say is, so Jermaine's wrestling name was JQ Public, and so during this, I might call you JQ sometimes because I used to call you JQ. So yes. while we're doing this, if I say JQ, and if anybody's wondering, why the hell is he calling him JQ? His wrestling name was JQ Public. JQ but, Public, one half of the uh, Ebony Express. I've got the right. jersey here. Shout out to Reggie Marley. He's uh, an awesome wrestler as well. He's uh, been in the ring with Steve Carino. Did you know that? He's uh, He went on to sure. have a longer career than me. Good, uh, good dude. Awesome. Awesome. Well, this is going to be fun. Yeah. Here's, here's yeah. what's going to happen. So I'm going to talk to you about 10 of the top news stories of the week that are stupid, right. funny, or weird. I'm going to get your reactions and I'm going to ask you questions along the way. Now for our viewers or listeners, if you want to have your question or statement read on the air on a future edition of any podcast on the know your news network, go to kynchat.com, leave a contribution of any size and your statement or question will be read on the next edition of one of the podcasts on our network. All right, Jermaine Wilson, JQ Public, you ready to go? Let's do this. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's, let's start with story number 10. So back in the day, we talked about this off, off air. Back in the day, you and I used to play video games. Yes. And Mario Kart was one we used to play, and WWF No Mercy was one we used to play. Dude, No Mercy, you – I don't know how you did it. You always knew when I was going to do a reversal. You knew when things were going to happen, and I was just like, I could not keep up. I, I, also, I, I never won a match against this guy. Maybe once. <laughs> Anyway. I don't know. My my goal was uh, don't take one bump for Jim Jermaine in the game. Don't take one bump. 
But hey, I remember you taking a bump in real life, man. When we went to the training center in Burlington, you remember right. you remember that. You yeah. didn't think I was going to talk about that one. Yeah, that was a <laughs> that was a fun night. No, but I'm you know I'm glad you got in there and uh, tried it out too. It was good. For sure, for sure. Well, these days I'm not much of a gamer because you know these days I've got my company and I've got kids and everything. What about you? Are you much of a gamer these days? Dude, like I, I play games all the time. Now you know how it is with kids. They take up so much of your time and it's obviously it's all worth it and it's fun and it's a challenge it's hard but i gotta play my games and sometimes you know when the chaos is happening upstairs come down to the cave get out some old uh, jq public matches and just play yeah, awesome man. and what are, yeah. what are your games of choice these days uh i'm loving the so i have that um playstation plus so the free game was FIFA 2022. I'm really into that right now because I was playing the old 2015. I, I don't know. I don't keep up, I guess. WWE, I'll play that all day long. Um, and uh, yeah, those are my two big games right now. How about you? Do you, you don't game at all? You don't like not, not too all. much. A little bit of stuff on the iPad. There, there's not enough hours in the day anymore. Yeah. So uh, maybe when the kids get older, but I don't right now. But there is a game called Call of Duty Warzone. It's a popular uh, multiplayer online game right now. Yep. And during the month of May, they are doing a tie-in with the Godzilla versus Kong movie. It's called Operation Monarch. That's what the mode is called. And okay. Godzilla and King Kong are actually part of the game. So you can actually see Godzilla and King Kong in the game. That's somebody cool. discovered a way, because of course they did, somebody discovered a way that you can get extra XP, which is what you need to level up in the game. Right. They figured out how you can get extra XP in uh, Operation Monarch. JQ Public, what special method did somebody figure out that you can use in that game in order to get extra XP? Extra XP? Uh, you eat people. You eat as many people as possible. It's like, uh, yeah, that's, that's all. It's like Rampage. Remember Rampage? When you climb up buildings? Yeah, 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 it's that. Uh, you fly a helicopter over to King Kong and you tickle his balls. Joel, do you got the video? Okay, we're just going to loop this video because it was a, a, a short little one. This was posted on Reddit in the COD Warzone group. You're now, kidding me. This is, this is real. King Kong is not anatomically correct, but you fly the helicopter between his legs, you use the blades to tickle him between the legs, and you score extra XP as a result. And what I want to know is, do you think the person that discovered this flew that helicopter between King Kong's legs because he thought, I wonder if there's ways I can get extra XP. Or do you think he flew that helicopter in there for some other reason? I mean, I don't know. I would say in real life, I would give out extra XP for someone who takes that extra specialty. You rent a helicopter and everything. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like that's a great way to get extra XP in real life. So maybe that's what they were thinking. I'm thinking this dude, when he was a kid, like if his sister had Barbies, he's the one peeking under the dress. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that, that uh, King Kong looked like a Ken doll under there. There's not a lot going on there. No, <laughs> not a lot going on, but that didn't stop the guy from flying up in there. So <laughs> if anybody watches that game, I just gave you a little a little lesson on how to get extra XP. All right, let's go Sorry. on to story number nine. Are you much of a food delivery guy? Like, do you use Uber Eats or DoorDash or anything like that? Oh, okay. So yes, but my wife doesn't know as much as much how often I do it. So uh, yeah, yeah, I do. I like my Uber Eats. Very Skip fascinating. Skip the dish. Yeah. I'm going to have to take this clip and I'll send it to her. Uh, do you have any memorable experiences, whether good or bad, 
when it comes to food del de delivery services? Anything that ever happened to you that you remember, good or bad? You know, nothing that actually happened, but I get paranoid because they have, you know, you can track where they're driving, right? So I see the person's on the way to the restaurant. Okay, now they're on the way. Now they drove a little bit off the route and they parked over here. And what the heck is happening to my food? And uh, it comes, you know, it comes in, in timely fashion, but they did take that detour. That's happened a couple times. And I'm not saying anything against the company. I don't want to get sued or anything like that. But, you know, the app maybe is just not tracking them properly. But I have those times where I'm like, do I really want to eat this? Uh -huh, um, uh -huh. Anyway, it's, it's yummy every time. So I still do. Well, there's a guy on Twitter. His name is Kapil Waznik. And he posted about his experience with a food delivery app out of India called Swiggy. I guess Swiggy is kind of like the India Uber Eats. Swiggy Wiggy. That sounds yeah. good. So he right. posted about his experience. So Mr. Waznik, he ordered a cake from a bakery in Nagpur in India. And right. in the order details, he said, please mention if the cake contains eggs. Because I remember, I imagine it was probably for a celebration. You know, maybe somebody's got an allergy and they want to make sure that they're safe. So he added the notes, please mention if the cake contains eggs. Uh, Mr. Wag Waznik ran into a problem. Any idea what it was? The cake, if the cake has eggs, I, mean, I think it had like an ostrich egg or something, something, something odd, maybe not an ostrich. That's too big, but it had some sort of different kind of egg that he didn't expect. Swiggy thought that he wanted that note put on the actual cake. Joel, you got the picture? Uh, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so on the actual cake they wrote contain egg my favorite part is that they put a period contain <laughs> egg period but that had to go <laughs> now put that back up for a second joel yeah let's see this. there it is there it is contain egg now when i first saw this i'm not gonna lie i wondered if this might have been a photoshop job i wondered if this might have been fake you know in an effort for mr wasnick to get uh, followers on twitter right however after he posted that Another guy from India said, basically, I feel your pain. You're not alone. Joel, put up that guy's picture. His picture says, don't send cutlery. <laughs> with the hearts. I like with, with the, the hearts. hearts. With the hearts. Don't send cutlery. Don't send cutlery. It's okay. I've got horns. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if it's somebody's birthday and they're doing the celebration, everybody's standing around, and then they open the box all happily, contain egg, don't send cutlery amazing amazing is, i can't believe that happens in real life i've seen that on sitcoms but that like who out there is actually doing that well there's two this is why know your news exists this is, this why is the reason <laughs> so swiggy good job to you let's go on to story number eight reported by the smoking gun have you ever been in a situation where you found yourself living with an ex yes oh really wow. let's hear it what happened uh uh, okay, so without names or any sort of specific, it's happened more than once where you you know it's over, you broke up, and now you both have to find a place to live. I remember, okay, so I was with this one person, and I would go to work, and uh, my hours are all over the place. Sometimes I'd come home late, and I'd come home and see that that bedroom light was on, and I would circle the block, and I would circle the block again. I'd go park, just go chill out on my phone, and wait for that light to go out so I didn't have to talk to her. It was like that. Um, wow. yeah. Or like, you know, the master bedrooms upstairs, but I was sleeping in the basement for, I did that for months and months and months. Anyway, not to go into it too much, but that yes, has happened short. Wow. End. So you oh, can, yeah. you can almost relate to this story. You can't quite relate to it, but you can almost relate to it. Yeah. So there's a, there's a 28 year old man out of Florida. His name is Kyle Elias Perez. Right. And he was living with his ex-boyfriend 
And apparently they had been arguing. And so, you know, one night the ex went to sleep and Mr. Perez, he's still festering about that argument. You know, it's still burning up inside of him. And so at 5.15 in the morning, he wakes up the ex, he yells at him, he strikes him in the face, he pulls his hair, he scratches him, gets into a big, you know, little skirmish there. What were Mr. Perez and his ex-boyfriend arguing about that made him so upset? They were arguing about, you know, I'm having this with my wife right now, you know, apparently... Sometimes I'll steal the blankets and take them all. And she gets pretty upset about that. No, she's not really upset, but she, you know, she notices and she, she points out that I do that. So that's what it was. He, uh, he wrapped himself up and took all the blankets away. Uh, they were arguing about uncircumcised penises. Joel, do you have the arrest affidavit? Uh, <laughs> I love your main answer. Okay. It's kind of hard to read it there because that text is too small. Basically Mr. Perez. So Mr. Perez is circumcised. And apparently he has a desire for uncircumcised penis. And he felt that his ex did not have any compassion for that desire. And, and this is all, you can read it all right there. Yeah, there, that's a good shot. It's all right there. So yeah. he felt that his ex didn't have any compassion for his desire. And when he attacked his ex, he yelled at him that the ex also had no compassion for his quote unquote mutilated genitals. And so uh, they basically had a fight about uncircumcised penises, and that led to the assault charge. I, I, I'm i trying to picture the situation. I want to hear you mutilated genitals. I want to hear him like, you made fun of my <laughs> mutilated. You know, that, I mean, no, I'm sure it's having people out there, nothing against them. But man, that seems like a, a weird quote, a weird quote. I hope he didn't say that specifically to the guy. Apparently he did. Mutilated uh, genitals. Mr. Perez, well, he also was mad because the guy didn't have compassion for his desire for uh, uh, uncircumcised penis. That was part of the problem, too. So Perez was charged with misdemeanor domestic battery, and he was booked into county jail. And so do you recall, especially since you've had experiences living with an ex, do you recall ever having an argument or a confrontation with anybody? It doesn't have to be an ex with anybody over something very, very stupid. Yes. And I've been the one to start these arguments. It's, it's happened. I've, uh, I, uh, I'll just say this. I'm a, I'm a cuddler. I do like to cuddle and I will fight for my cuddle. Like, I'm going to say that and putting that out there. I do, no, I don't. What's that face? What's that face? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just listening. Go ahead. Yeah. So, uh, yes, I've had stupid fights over, you know, being physically close more and stuff, stuff like that. But I mean, it, it happens, stuff happens. And sometimes the fight is not about what the fight's about. You know how it is in relationships. Sometimes it's about some other thing that you forgot you did wrong. Anyway, that's, uh, that's marriage. You know, married life. Well, I've always remembered a story about you. Uh-oh. There was I hate a when time. You say that. I hate when you say that. Cause you remember stuff I don't remember. Do you remember the chop initiation? Oh yeah. Yeah. So there was a time that we were at an independent wrestling show in Ontario, Canada, and I don't remember yeah. where or, or whatever. And there was a guy that was a relatively new trainee. And for some reason, he rubbed some of the other wrestlers the wrong way. And so when the show was over, they told him that he had to get in the ring and he had to take chops from all of the guys there because that was initiation. And they said, that's what you do. And we said, everybody did that. I, I was like, oh yeah, I went through that too. Yes. So I stood there watching and everybody gave this guy a chop until his chest was like, you know, bruised and bleeding and everything. I walk over to Jermaine and I go, so uh, 
how was it for you when you had to go through that? Jermaine looks at me. He goes, I never had no freaking initiation. <laughs> I never had no freaking initiation. <laughs> and I didn't. But you know what? This guy, this guy in a picture, this guy was ripped. Like he was in excellent, excellent physical condition. So it was really funny to see him get taken down by five chops by each guy to the point where he was in, he was crying. He was in tears, right? He was, yeah, he was pretty and, emotional. And he was yeah. emotional, and I, I remember there were – I won't name names, but there were certain wrestlers that really didn't like him, and I think you know which ones. They really yeah. didn't like him, and so they put him through it. And I've always remembered Jermaine saying, I never had no freaking initiation. <laughs> I never had I always no remember that. <laughs> but I also – I do believe that – I mean, hey, that was unfair to the one guy, but I do think one of the things I loved about training, the first thing you do is you get in and you do rolls, and you roll around the ring until you're dizzy as fuck, so you can't – you can barely stand up. Then – you stand up and you run the ropes as much as you can. You're dizzy and you almost want to throw up. And then you do a front flip is how you end it. That's the first thing you do in training. And then you train for two, three hours after that. But I used to love that because it puts you in a position to know exactly how hard it's going to be to be out there. Because people think, I used to hear how it's, it's play fighting, guys in spandex, just pretending to wrestle. Mm. It's physically demanding. I've been made to believe by Ch uh, Joey Legend. You booked me against Joey Legend. Um and he uh, he chopped me till my chest bled. Like that's a legit thing. Chops are the worst thing in wrestling. I'd rather go through a table any day of the week. There you go. Glorious stories on this podcast today. Let's go on to story number seven. This is reported by the Daily Mail. So all of us, at one time or another, we've lost someone close to us. And you know, funerals are depressing. It's the kind of thing you just kind of want to get it over with. Uh, have you ever witnessed anything especially weird or especially awkward? At a funeral odd or, uh, oh yeah there was i went to one funeral where we could smell the crematorium burning during the ceremony and people were just looking around like it just added a weird sort of tone to the funeral wow. to also be smelling the smoke i felt like they should have scheduled it differently anyway that's i don't know i forgot about that one that came out of nowhere but yeah yeah wow. that's the weirdest thing that, I've seen at the funeral. that is a weird one yeah. All right. Well, there's a woman in South Africa and she was mourning the passing of her father. And so she's at the funeral and she's sitting there right by the coffin and she's obviously very emotional. Then her boyfriend decided to do something. Any idea what her boyfriend decided to do? Uh, did you say, uh, I'm picturing the casket is open and he did something with the bo body? Uh, he got down to one knee and proposed right there in front of the coffin. Joel, do you got the TikTok video? TikTok. <laughs> yeah, there he is. And the coffin's wow. right behind him. This was posted on TikTok by M. Mojella. And this? this is exactly what this guy did. He got down right in, like, so when okay, I wait, like, I'm looking in the background. This, is this being broadcast live? Like, that's a professional camera guy there. I have no idea. I don't know if the if the person who passed was maybe had any kind of celebrity or maybe they were just making something as a keepsake. I don't know. But huh. that's what happened. And so I, I, I want to ask your opinion. So I wondered if this guy thought, okay, this girl's way too good for me. And the only time that I might have a shot is if I can take advantage of her emotional state. Like – can you wow. think of any other reason? I'm just wondering, like, can you think of any other reason <laughs> that he would choose that moment? Like, why else do you think he would choose that moment? He's looking for the low-hanging fruit. Like you said, he's like, you know, she's vulnerable. She really needs someone right now. Maybe she 
needs to fall in love right here. It seems like the most ridiculous. Dude, I used to work for uh, baseball, Blue Jays baseball at the Dome, and you'd see people propose to each other all the time, football yep. games, that sort of thing, monster trucks even. Um, and, I, you know, I, not my thing, but, hey, a funeral? I don't know, bro. And <laughs> seriously, like, do you want to start a relationship like that? Like, you want to know she likes you for you, not because you stepped in when she was at her lowest moment. And what do you do when somebody later on says, so tell me about your engagement? <laughs> You're so romantic. You got out of one <laughs> What about your proposal? Like, I, I imagine your proposal probably wasn't at a funeral. Uh, no, it wasn't at a funeral. We were in, uh, so my wife and I, I, we, I don't think we said this on air yet. We met, I'm a cameraman. I travel the country. So I met her in Saskatoon when I was living in Toronto. And uh, we dated all over the country. So we were in Banff. And she did not expect it at all. And I had the ring in my pocket and we got, uh, we took a horse tour by the, the lake. It's beautiful. There's mountains in the background. It's totally picturesque. I wish I had the picture near me right now. I don't. Anyway, so the horses stop and I get off my horse and I go over to her and I'm, I'm like, you know, I love you. You're the, you're the whatever gibberish I was saying. And she didn't <laughs> give a shit. She was just like, why are these horses stopping? What's going on here? And she's trying to figure out why the tour, because she's taken the tour before and she knows there's not a stop. And I'm trying to pour my heart out and she didn't even hear me until I finally put the ring in her face. And I was like, will you marry me? And she's like, oh, yes. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yes. And she did. I'm, I'm going to isolate this clip later and I'm going to really highlight when you said, and she didn't give a shit. That's what I'm going <laughs> to. She didn't give a shit. We talk about it all the time. She was like, she had no idea what I was saying. She was just like, it's beautiful here, but let's go. It's hot. Awesome. All right, let's go on to story number six. Now, I don't recall from, you know, when you and I used to hang out back in the day, are you much of a sports guy? Like, do you ever follow, you know, any major sports or anything at all? Not really. WWE, I'm a big WWE. I'm going to say it to everyone. I fell out of it. I didn't watch it for a while. I'm back. I feel like, I don't know, Vince is doing something. WWE is good again. So that's about it. I don't really follow a lot of sports, though. So. Okay, so have you ever, even if you're not a regular follower, have you ever watched bicycle races, you know, like the Tour de France? Yeah, Anything totally. like that? Okay, yeah. so there's a big race in Italy, and it's called the, the Giro d'Italia, and it's a multi-stage race. And the total prize fund for this race is one and a half million euros. Like, it's a pretty significant European race. Nice. There's a cyclist from Africa. His name is Biniam Gourmet. And he won a stage of this race, which is like a pretty big deal. And he was the first black African to ever win a stage on a grand tour race. So it was a pretty big situation. Unfortunately, though, his celebration turned into injury. Any idea what happened to him? He had an insult to injury. Um his celebration he he got you know i always see these videos of these people who like stand on their bike seat and they're like you know carrying groceries and that sort of stuff so maybe he i don't know he picked up some fans and he's celebrating on the seat of his bike i don't know uh he he opened a bottle of champagne right there on the podium and the cork hit him in the eye joel do you got the picture of the video <laughs> watch this he's celebrating he won the stage and let's open the bottle up okay this is fantastic Congrats. And oh, there, there we go. There we go. Now, oh, he was man. a good sport about it. Look at He was a good sport about it. He continued celebrating. Um, unfortunately, after that celebration, he was rushed to hospital. He suffered yeah. a hemorrhage in the eye, and he was forced to withdraw from the race. No. So he went from really? winning a stage to withdrawing because of his champagne celebration. 
Oh, yeah. Isn't that unbelievable? Uh, the worst part is he missed the the spout of the picture on the right here. Right. He's covering his eye. He missed the best part. <laughs> I think that's the worst. <laughs> right, right, right. In this. And honestly, that's that's sad. That's really sad. It's it's too bad because he did, you know, he's just trying to celebrate something that he he's first time. First yes. he said first black African. That's right. To yep. win this. So let me Good ask you, in, in your pro wrestling days, did you ever suffer any kind of an injury completely accidentally? I was very lucky not to ever be seriously injured. Okay, so there's, I have the scar. Uh, I don't know if you can see it here. So that, um, I got that from Notorious TID. I don't know if you remember, Tiff. Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. We were in Summerside PEI. Um, this road, to, we used to do this road tour out to the East Coast. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop a name here because um, back then Bobby Roode was uh, used to wrestle in our area. And we, seven of us, got in a seven seater van. Bobby was there. There was a couple other guys, and we all. He stole my Jim Duggan two by four, by the way. Who, who Bobby Roode? Yes, yes, he did. Okay, wait a second. That's a story too. I want to. I want to hear that. <laughs> but I'll tell you about the scar. So we're out in the East Coast, and uh, I'm, I'm in a triple threat hardcore match, and I get hit in the head with a garbage can lid. And Tid has just it's just the way it hit the handle cut me. And this is not this is hard way juice. I did not blade mm -hmm. here, and it my half my face was covered in blood. My eye was burning, and in this moment where I'm thinking I'm gonna have a scar forever from this. This sucks. This kid's like that looks so fake. <laughs> <laughs> right. Kid, right. I right. hope you're watching, kid. That was legit. Summerside PEI, two around 2000, something like that. No right. ketchup packets. No ketchup packets. That's yeah. legit. <laughs> Amazing. <clears throat> Let's go to story number five, reported by the Sun. So you know how a lot of people, when the summer is coming, that's when they decide that they want to diet and they want to get in, into better shape because they want to look good in their swimwear, right? Yes. Were you ever one of those people where you think to yourself, oh man, it's, it's, especially when you were wrestling, maybe, oh, it's, it's summertime now it's getting hot. The jackets are coming off. I better uh, drop a few pounds, get myself into shape. Yeah, for sure. I did that. There were times where I was off wrestling and I was about to come back and I was like, I gotta, I gotta get back in shape. I got to trim down for sure. And I also do this thing where I hate the, the t-shirt line tan. So I will always, if I'm driving, I'll roll it up or whatever and just make sure. I've always done that, especially in my wrestling days. I hate when I see a wrestler get in there with those t-shirt tans. Anyway, I'm off the rails here. So the story is... That's why you wear cutoff shirts like that, because in the ring you used to wear shirts like that too. Yeah, that's uh -huh. the reason. So yeah. he did it so he didn't get the farmer's tan. How about I didn't want farmer's tan. It's a true story. So there's a guy in the UK and he figured out a way to get that perfect six-pack without working out or dieting. Any idea what solution this guy came up with? I was watching some drama where the, like a stage play where they spray, sort of spray airbrushed abs in. Yeah, yeah, he airbrushed his abs in. Very close. He had a tattoo artist give him a perfect six-pack tattoo. Joel, put up the after first. Oh, he's got the video. So this is from TikTok. Oh. Look, look at this. This is from TikTok. The artist's name is Dean Gunther. He's from South Africa. Uh, look at this. So this was actually his idea. He had the guy do this. Took him two days to complete it. And then oh, as you can look wow. at that. Look at that, Jermaine. That's pretty sick. <laughs> wow. I don't know where they got the picture of me to model that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And as you can see, well, uh, Jermaine, uh, Joel, do you have a side shot or maybe, you know, another shot? Oh, of that this is going to be awesome. I want to see this. You know, that's that. That reminds me of uh, when you when you first showed the video. Uh, do you have it again to roll? 
uh, not that, like it. This right here. This reminds me of. Remember the Ultimate Warrior once it wore a singlet that was spray painted with his yes! abs on it. Yes. Or like like El Gigante. Yes, Giant Gonzalez. Oh, Giant Gonzalez. He just needs the fur. Yes. That's what I yes. see when I look at that. <laughs> So let me ask you this, uh, Jermaine, personal question. Is there any part of you that you would ever consider any kind of enhancement? Like, I see that you've got more tattoos than you did when I first knew you. Yeah. yeah so but... maybe, maybe like a tattoo or maybe even something even more drastic. Like, have you ever thought about any kind of uh, enhancement? That, I mean, I don't know. I mean, when when you're built so perfect... <laughs> <laughs> there's there's jq public there he is like right it's just like oh you remember this yeah. yes of course of course of course yeah i hope wacw is watching shout out um <laughs> and, uh no no I, I i can't think of anything i would change okay good so you're perfect the way you are good <laughs> for so you gonna, man i'm sticking with that Good for you. All right. Well, we're in the home stretch. After mm -hmm. this, go to knowyournews.com or youtube.com slash knowyournews. And we're going to have the final three news stories of the week on our after show called 321. And again, if you go to kynchat.com, leave a contribution of any size, and you can get your statement or question read on a future edition of any podcast on the Know Your News Network. Let's now go to story number four, reported by Japan Today. Uh, have your eyes ever played tricks on you? to the point that you think you're seeing something that you're not, you know, maybe you identified a person. Have you ever been in a situation where you thought you were seeing something that you actually weren't? Like this happens to me all the time. I don't know if I'm maybe a little paranoid, but I'll see people out of the corner of my eye when I'm watching TV or playing video games. That happens to me. Like that's almost every day. Um, but in terms of, yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's the most thing that happens to me. Why would so, so say that again. So you do what you see like, people see, looking at you, like, and like uh, all of a sudden I'll see something move, and it's like, oh, someone there in the living room. Oh, really? The yeah, I see that a lot. Like, oh yeah, in here a lot. Like, uh, I feel like people's coming through that door right there all the time. That happens a lot. You're a ghost, uh, ghost somebody. I don't know. What hey, I believe in. I believe in ghosts. Oh I yeah, okay. I've, I've lived with ghosts. I don't know if we can get into it. <laughs> Was that one of the X stories? Uh, yeah, yeah, actually. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there's a teenage girl in Tokyo, and one afternoon she dialed 110, which is like the equivalent of 911. Okay. Uh, she dialed 110 because she was near a train station, and she spotted a man carrying a knife. The police responded, and dozens of officers arrived. You know, they rushed to the scene, and when they got there, they discovered that she had seen things a little differently than reality. And the guy wasn't actually holding a knife. Uh, Jermaine Wilson, JQ Public, what was the guy holding? Okay, well, I'm going to go with... Word of, uh, first thing I thought was it's a dildo. It's got to be a dildo. <laughs> Is that your answer? That's the final answer. Here's how you and I are going to feel really old. He was carrying a flip phone. Joel, do you got a screenshot? This, is from, this was posted on oh, social media. Wow. This was wow. posted on social media. So... Talk about old. So this teenage girl from Tokyo, she didn't know what a flip phone was. She had wow. never seen a flip phone. And so when she saw the guy hold the flip phone, uh, flip phone open, she thought it was a blade of some kind. <laughs> so okay. she called 110 on the guy. When police figured out the mistake, uh, no charges were filed in the situation. But I used to have the razor. And isn't it funny yes. when you think about it? They called it the razor. They called it the razor. 
Razor Ramon. They they called it the Razor, and I was just like, I don't know. I I've had a bunch of flip phones too. I'm glad yeah. those are gone. I don't I don't like. I'm not a flip phone guy. Mm -hmm. um, but I did have a person once come up to me with a knife. I'm pretty sure, and it was the weirdest situation. I was on just a residential street, walking to work. I was working on a, a studio show, and uh, this guy just comes up and he swipes a knife towards. He's maybe ten or fifteen feet away. And I just walked around him and I was looking at him and then he went and swiped at someone else. Wow. So he was clearly, you know, a little challenge. This guy, he's, he's a little bit, I like, he, he just looked like a regular kid and then he happened to have a knife and I was like, wow. this could, this could have been a bad day. Anyway, it could have been, it could have been Jake. Maybe JQ should have dropped a hold on him or something. Yeah, seriously. I could have, I could have ever told you the story. This is completely random, but uh, when I met a tiger, I was in a stu TV studio and they brought the tiger in with no leash, no cage, and it came and it walked right up, put its paws on my shoulders. I've stared into the eyes of a tiger. <laughs> that is a real life. That just happened to me. Ah, uh, wow, wow. Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, I wasn't scared at all. It's just one of those moments. And then afterwards, the trainer was like, "Maybe we should get him down now." <laughs> all right. Well, on that note, I want to thank Jermaine Wilson for joining us. Jay no, public. This is it. Are we done? This is it wow, for the, for the main show. Wild. We're we're gonna go to three, two, one after this. But course, this is this is it for the main show. Tell the people what you're doing and where they can find you. Well, so now I am traveling the country. I'm gonna be working on I can't give too many details, but I'm working on a show called The Ultimate Challenge Canada. And we're gonna travel the country and um it's a sports related show. Anyway, we're doing that, and then uh I'll do the Junos, I'll do the CCMAs. I still I would love to wrestle again. If anyone wants to contact me for a conversation or I don't know, maybe I'll do a wrestling match someday. Am I saying this out loud? I don't know. Talk to me. We'll figure it out. Awesome. Well, that'll do it for KYN tonight. Head on over to knowyournews.com or youtube.com slash knowyournews for three, two, one with the final three news stories of the week. Jermaine Wilson. Been too long, yes. man. Been too it's long. Been too long. So awesome. Yeah, to man. see you. Let's do this again. <laughs> <laughs>